There might be a big-time defensive tackle on the market. Should the Lions go get him? We'll discuss on a Monday at Locked on Lions. You are Locked on Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And on a Monday, May 15th, we welcome in another week of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Matt Derry with you. Thanks for joining us, making us your first listen each and every day right here on Locked On Lions, where we are proudly brought to you today by our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of the NFL. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. You can follow us on Twitter at Derry Speaks at Locked On Lions. The Matt Derry Facebook fan page. And thanks for those of you watching on our Lockdown Lions YouTube channel for free. You can subscribe as well. Throw your comments up there. We appreciate everybody checking us out on the video side on the Lockdown Lions YouTube channel. Coming up on the program today, Quinnen Williams is upset and doesn't like the contract offer he's gotten from the New York Jets. You want to talk about the most perfect fit for the Detroit Lions? We'll explain that coming up momentarily on the show. Also, rookie minicamp went on this past weekend. It was a freaking weekend down in Allen Park. I don't know why I just said that, but I did. Uh, Two players stood out. One was just signed to a contract today to be on the 90-man roster for right now. We will get into that coming up momentarily as well. Preseason workouts. We got streaming games we got to talk about. A busy show here on a Monday, May the 15th, and a Tuesday, May the 16th. Thanks for checking us out right here on Lockdown Lions. You guys know me, Matt Derry. Been hosting this podcast since 2016. Um, met a guy today, Paul Buckles. Shout out to Paul. He was like, you still doing Lockdown Lions? I'm like, yes. So all those everydayers that are out there, we appreciate you as well. Checking us out uh, wherever you get your podcast. All right. So this story is starting to gain some traction and some legs. Quinn and Williams of the New York Jets, who you could argue is as good if not well hold on Aaron Donald's the best defensive tackle in football all right he didn't have a great year last year there were injuries the Rams were bad and everything else but mm, Aaron Donald is really good Quinn and Williams is right up there he is as good a defensive tackle as there is in the NFL he's 25 years old uh 6'3 303 12 sacks last year first team all league pro bowler everything and he's right at that perfect age where he's just, he's in the prime of his career. He's a really good football player. And if you recall last year, the Lions went into the swamps of the Meadowlands in New Jersey and Quinnen Williams did not play. It was the one game he missed all last season uh, due to injury. And the Lions won and they were able to run the football. It wasn't the greatest performance by the Lions offense, but they won the game. Quinnen Williams is such a game wrecker and is such a beast that it was a sigh of relief. For the folks down at 222 Rodwood Drive, that they did not have to face arguably the best defensive tackle in the AFC. All right. Quinnen Williams wants to get paid. He's in the last year of his contract. He was the number three overall pick four years ago. He's got one more year left on his deal. He wants a new contract. I don't blame him. Right now, as far as D tackles go, Aaron Donald makes $31 million a year. He's the highest paid. 
Then you got Jeffrey Simmons at 23 and a half with the Titans. Deron Payne just re-upped with Washington for 22 and a half million a year. Dexter Lawrence of the Giants has got a $22.5 million a year contract from New York as well. Those guys are all great players. Quentin Williams probably is looking at it for around $25 million a year. Maybe the Jets are saying, yeah, we'll slot in at 22, 23. He really has had only one really big sack season, and that was his past year when he had 12. But every year he's gotten better. And I bring this up on Locked On Lions, simple. The Lions can afford him. The Lions can go get him right now. The Lions can send a first-round pick next year to the Jets and some other compensation. I'm sure they would ask for next year's number one. Go get this guy. Yeah, well, well, we have young D-tackles. Onzerike might be healthy. No, 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 no. You want to go for it? You want to put yourselves in that class? What did we say last week, all these power rankings? Well, the NFC starts with Philly, then San Francisco. Then it's anybody else's ballgame. Some people think it's the Lions. You want to put yourself in that class with Philly, with San Fran? You go get this guy. Yeah, I, I know Aleem McNeil's solid. I get that they like Isaiah Bugs, Josh Pascal, Levi Onzerike. Kaminsky can play inside and outside. They just drafted Broderick Martin in the third round. Broderick Martin thought he was being drafted on Saturday did you hear his story this weekend? The Lions' third-round pick. He didn't even think he he didn't even contemplate being taken on day two on Friday. He was getting some food at a hotel. They the Dan Campbell called him and said, "You want to be a Lion?" He was like downstairs getting food at a hotel. Had to run up six flights of stairs to tell his mom as they were planning the party for tomorrow for Saturday on day three when he thought he was getting drafted. Don't tell me he's going to make some big impact this year. All right. Quinnen Williams is a beast. He is exactly what the Lions need to finish off this roster. I'd be on the phone with Joe Douglas, the Jets GM, if I'm Brad Holmes, and I'm asking, hey, if you guys aren't willing to pay the freight, what are you going to want for his rights? We'll take him this year and beyond. It's the one thing missing from this team. You got your quarterback. You feel good about your receiving core. You got your new tight end. Your offensive line's intact. Got your edge rusher of the future, Aiden Hutchinson. The linebackers they feel good about with Gaines Media poster boy, GMPB Alex Anzalone and Rodrigo and Jack Campbell. The secondary's loaded all of a sudden. Maybe you don't have your kicker, but whatever. You got punt god, Jack Fox. I mean, you got it all. Lions feel good. But do you have that dominant, double-teamed interior defensive lineman that takes up space, that can get to the quarterback, that can stop running backs, and that forces everybody else on the D-line to get better because everybody's paying so much attention. Everybody's so creative. Everybody's paying so much attention to Big Quinn and Williams. That, to me, is a no-brainer. Anybody that's hesitating about, well, I wouldn't give up a number one next year, You've accumulated draft picks the last three years. You've made trades to get more picks. Now you're at the point when you're the Lions. Aren't you trading picks to go get a 25-year-old beast to anchor your defensive line? Williams is so upset with the Jets that on his Twitter feed, he put defense, he changed his bio to defensive lineman four, dot, 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 dot. 
He scrubbed the Jets off his social. Woo. I would take Quinn and Williams right now. Right now. From the Lions. I just think that is the missing piece. Now the Jets may ask for three to three number one picks. I, I don't know if I would go that far. But I'd give them next year's number one and see what else they want. Again, he's probably going to ask for more money than Jeffrey Simmons. He's going to probably want $25 million a year. But again, this is a premium position. Brad Holmes, we know, likes defensive linemen. He's drafted one basically every year. A couple of years ago with McNeil and Onzarike, he took two in the first three picks. So, I, I'd do that. I would go get Quinn and Williams right now. I think he'd be fantastic for this team. So, care to disagree, agree, hit me up on Twitter at Dairy Speaks. Use the comments on the YouTube channel as well. We got a lot more uh, to discuss here coming up, including rookie minicamp and a player just went off. I mean, I know it's a minicamp. They're wearing shells. They're not wearing pads. But everybody says one guy was winning. Rookie minicamp. We will get to that coming up next. First, I got to fix my mouth every time, every episode. Every episode, my mouse, the battery's low. I'm going to fix that. Uh, let's do this. Let's talk to you about FanDuel, shall we? America's number one sports book, the official sports betting partner of the Locked On Podcast Network. Got to love FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, they're giving new customers a no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars that's up to one thousand dollars back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win we got the nba conference finals starting tomorrow nuggets and lakers heat and celtics you want to get on the action go to fanduel.com slash lockdown and sign up today to claim that no sweat first bet you can wager on everything from the money line to point spreads to everything else all right all on an app that's safe secure and super easy to use don't miss your shot at a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel. Shout out to the everydayers. Thanks for making us your first listen. And of course, your team every day, the Detroit Lions. We're talking Lions right here on a Monday edition of a Lockdown Lions on the Lockdown Podcast Network. A happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there from yesterday. I hope everybody had a fantastic weekend. Um, all right. Also this weekend, the Lions held their uh, rookie mini camp down in uh, Allen Park. And everybody is raving about Sam Laporta. That's right, the Lions rookie tight end and second-round pick out of the University of Iowa, the Detroit Hawkeyes, uh, of course. Sam Laporta was flat-out dominant. Talked to a couple people that said, oh, my gosh, route running, uh, uh, vision, hands, athleticism, in traffic, making catches, just everything about number 87 this weekend was just screaming potential. Sam Laporta. Now, I was one, and again, it's minicamp. The rookies are out there by themselves. I was one that questioned the pick a little bit of Sam Laporta, uh, taking a tight end that high, blah, 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 blah. I thought there were others better. Michael Mayer, we can go back and forth about it. But everybody is saying that Laporta was just fantastic 
and that could be a, a, a big-time threat for this offense. And, look, we've heard many camp stories before. We've heard training camp stories before about players that had great camps, and then they don't make the team. Who was the kid from Central Michigan? Uh, Pil- uh, uh, Khalil Pimpleton, remember? Oh, Pimpleton's dominating. And he didn't even make the team. Okay, I get that. But you're expecting big plays made from a big target like that. And that's something that the Lions, after they traded TJ Hawkinson last year, didn't really have. Now, I thought Ben Johnson schemed very well for that tight end group. They used Brock Wright to the best of his ability. They snuck him out into the flat. They snuck him across the middle. But Brock Wright wasn't running deep outs or, or whatever or, or fly patterns or posts. Just not, he's just not good enough to do that. You know, James Mitchell was a mid-round pick, decent rookie year. Zilstra had the one big game against Carolina, but it was like one-yard touchdowns. But they think they've got something in Sam Laporta. And everybody was just media members, people on the inside were telling me, this guy just looked the part in rookie minicamp. So that's pretty cool. You got to be excited about that. And you know Jared Goff is a guy that likes and utilizes the tight end. So if Laporta can come in and immediately be, be this good, uh, it just opens things up for the offense. Open things up for the offense, and they're going to need Sam Laporta to be really good because they're without one of their big weapons for the first six games. Jamison Williams. Anybody see a Kirby Joseph tweet this weekend? Free JMO. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, Jameer Gibbs, by the way, did not participate in the rookie minicamp uh, uh, precaution with a, a leg injury. I don't want to hear about comparisons DeAndre Swift stop it it's mini camp if Jameer Gibbs isn't out there for training camp then we can have a conversation but I had somebody tweet to me oh he's already hurt I'm like just hold on <laughs> settle down the other player that had a really good mini camp and this is a really cool story sometimes neat stories um are, are something to mention Dylan Drummond from the uh fine operation in Ypsilanti, known as Eastern Michigan University. All right. They brought us such legends as Charlie Batch, TJ Lang. All right. Uh, Recently, Jose Ramirez. No, not the Guardian's third baseman, but the uh, edge rusher. Anyway, um, uh, Coach Creighton's club brought us Dylan Drummond. He was signed uh, as a UDFA by the Lions. He played five years at Eastern Michigan. Had a really good season two years ago, but a deep threat. Six foot, 194, a little small, went undrafted. Lions gave him an opportunity. And Dylan Drummond played really well this weekend. So much so that today, the Lions announced that they offered Drummond a contract. So kind of cool. Now remember, Lions need receivers. Quintez Cephas booted off the team for the gambling thing. Going to be suspended all year. Jamison Williams out the first six weeks. Uh, Lions did draft the kid out of North Carolina in the seventh round. So they've added some pieces. Marvin Jones, of course, was signed. And you know how I feel about Marvin Jones. I think that's great. But if they can find another young receiver to kind of push the tempo a little bit, come in and maybe make the practice squad or maybe be the last guy. Um, He's been a return man before. Pretty cool story. Dylan Drummond, remember that name, signed today by the Lions out of Eastern Michigan, uh, will be given an opportunity to make the team. And there's chances there. There are opportunities at the receiver position. Two other quick notes I want to get to. We will do that, including the Jaguars coming in for some joint practices. 
We'll talk about that next. All right, two uh, two quick notes here before we uh, wrap up this uh, Monday edition of Locked on Lions. Number one, uh, Lions preseason schedule. I don't even know if we went over this last week, but hosting the Giants, hosting the Jags, and then at Carolina to wrap up the preseason. Preseason each and every year just seems to be getting more and more meaningless. But regardless, that's the schedule. What is cool is the Giants are going to come in for joint practices And according to Doug Peterson, Sergeant Peterson, Doug Peterson, uh, Ferris Bueller, by the way, uh, said that the Jags are going to come to Detroit early and participate in joint practices. The Lions are going to practice with the Giants, then play the game, and practice with the Jags and play the game. And sometimes those practices are better than the games. Remember last year, the Lions got their butts kicked by the Colts in that first joint practice and then bounced back and had a much better second day and built off of that. So I think that's pretty cool. Uh, you get to hit somebody, hit somebody else and, you know, block and tackle somebody else. So the Jags are going to come in for the second week of preseason and take part in joint practices. So I think that is awesome. Great job by the Lions to uh, get that done. And again, it just fuels the speculation, just like Rod Wood said, the Lions want to move out of their facility in Allen Park and go somewhere with more space. So not jamming in the fans in that tiny area for joint practices and such. This I just saw uh, earlier today from Adam Schefter of ESPN. NFL announced that Peacock will be the home for the first ever exclusive live-streamed NFL playoff game, presenting an NFL wildcard playoff in primetime on Saturday night, January 13, 2024. I hate this. And look, I'm not old man that has uh, rabbit ears on their TV. All right, I have streaming services. I have Peacock. I watch baseball on Sunday mornings on Peacock. I've got Netflix. I've got Apple TV. I get it. All right? But I, I don't need... NFL playoff games should be on CBS, Fox, NBC, ABC, ESPN, whatever. Now we're getting into streaming for the playoffs. I get it. Thursday night games on Amazon, I understand. All right? They want to go to these streaming services. They want to make more money. It's all about money. Playoff games, to me, need to be on over the air television. All right? Let's say that Saturday night, you got something set. You're going to a wedding. You're going to a bar in Mont Mitzvah. You're going to something. And your hotel does not have the digital capabilities to get Peacock. And you've got a TV, and that's it. And it's got cable, it's got every channel. But you can't get in and log in, or you got to bring your fire stick and be at the hotel shoving it under the TV. No, no, no. I don't like that. Exclusive Peacock for playoffs? No. Want to go regular season? That's fine. But to me, playoff games should be over the year. The NFL is king. They're swimming in money. They're the, they're the, the, the sport that's talked about all year round. I was listening to Shannon and uh, Skip and Shannon undisputed the other day driving on Friday. And uh, all they talk about is NFL and NBA. They don't talk about anything else. Football. Now we're going to stream playoff games. I hate that. Now in your local markets, let's say the Lions are playing in that game. They'll put that game on, on regular NBC here for the locals. 
But if you're a Lions fan in another market and you don't have Peacock and you're not able to stream or you're in the middle of the game, it's fourth quarter and your internet goes down or there's an outage, I, I would hate that for people. So I don't like that at all. All right, there's your Monday episode of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. A bunch to do this week. Stick with us. Thanks for making us your first listen. Check us out wherever you get your podcasts. We're back tomorrow.